3: Aloha, all of you beautiful, amazing people. Welcome back to another episode of FML Talk. I am coming to you from the big, beautiful island of Hawaii. And I am so excited because today my girl, Scout Compton, is not only joining us for a juicy, fun episode, she's also going to open up and talk about her very public breakup that she has never addressed publicly. I'm telling you guys, my jaw was on the fucking floor, so I cannot wait for you all to hear it. So sit back, grab a drink, a fruity cocktail, or a Mai Tai if you want to join my island vibes, and welcome to FML Talk. Oh my god. Wait,
0: how old was the other girl? 19, can you believe that shit? Hey,
3: hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. Have been in chapter <gasps> He did what? 48
2: hours? What a dick.
3: Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on our Instagram? Oh, and this, this is FML Talk.
2: Oh, no, she didn't.
3: So as I mentioned, I am not currently in Los Angeles. I actually flew for the first time in over a year on a plane to this big, beautiful island. My boyfriend had to visit his daughter, who moved here at the beginning of the pandemic. And the last time he came out by himself, and this time it was like, you know, I really need to get away and get some fucking writing done. So, We made the tough decision to take the trip together. We got tested in LA before we left and we got tested right when we landed at the Kona airport. And it honestly, it felt really safe. Delta is great and they keep a middle seat blocked out. The plane was only at half capacity if that. And for all things considering, it was a a safe and successful journey out here. Um, And it's been really wonderful to be on an island with a lot less cases than LA has, and I've been able to get a lot of uh of writing done for book two. Yay! So I was out here proofing Scout's episode, which I hadn't heard in a very long time because we actually recorded it months ago. It's just now finally coming up in the uh the lineup queue, and so I got to listen to it with uh, some fresh ears, and it's it's so much fun. I can't wait for you guys to hear it, but. We touched on a couple topics that really resonated with me, and I think they're important enough to do a little mini deep dive into before we get into the interview, because I don't think they're really talked about enough, and I want to shine some light on them. So as I mentioned in Scout's interview, she comes on to share her side of a very public breakup that she never has gone on record talking about her feelings and her side of the whole story. And through that, we ended up touching on the fact that it's okay to hold love for someone that once held space in your life. I think there's such a stigma around when you break up with someone, you either have to hate them or you're not supposed to talk, especially if you're in a new relationship or you have to have certain types of feelings around them. And I think it's really important to take note that it's totally okay and healthy and valid to have love for somebody that once held an important place in your heart or in your life. I mean, even looking back at all of my relationships, my ex-husband, before you know, everything epically hit the fan and exploded, um, wasn't that narcissistic person that he turned out to be. You know, the the person that I met that I spent a very good amount of time with and created a life with and created these memories with, that is still valid for me to be able to hold space for that in my life. And whether or not I care for him now as a human being or agree with the way he's done things or handled things, it's still, it was still five years of my life, you know, and it, it's. Crazy to think back on because I'm so disconnected from so much of it, but it really, it was a big chunk of my life and I went through some big life-altering important moments with that person. So although I don't have any love or respect for the person that he became and the, the road that he chose to take, especially in regards to his, his wife. I still can look back and have love for the person that I met before he went down that deep dark hole. The person that his friends and the the people that we knew and ran in the same circles with loved just the same as I did. And to really still validate the fact that that person had an impact on me and had an impact on my life and is a big reason I learned a lot of fucking life lessons moving forward. So looking back on my marriage, it taught me what gaslighting is in the long run and what the giant red fucking flags look like when you're in a narcissistic relationship and to not give myself up for somebody else just because they're uncomfortable in the way that my life plays out or my job or the things that i do and to really not lower myself to make someone else comfortable and i think that's so important for people to hear so i'm going to fucking repeat it right now do not lower yourself to make other people comfortable go find the people who love your bigness go find the people Want you to be as massively big as you can be and stand in that epicness. And until someone comes along that can match that and add to that and embrace and love that, be alone and fucking do you. Because it is not worth diminishing what you have inside your soul that the universe wants you to see and, and, and. Be in this world to make somebody else comfortable that's not what we're fucking here for and you know looking back on my relationship with Javier I mean he was the catalyst of me going on a fucking life-altering journey and healing one of my biggest trauma wounds of abandonment and feeling terrified to be by myself and I'm so incredibly grateful for that if it wouldn't have played out in that exact way, I would have never forced myself to go solo travel. And that was ultimately what made me jump into the deep end and realize that I could fucking swim all by myself. So not only is it okay to look back on those relationships and be like, God, I shared something really special with this person at one time, no matter how they ended up. But to also be like, thankful for those relationships, even if they're the shitty ones, even if it's the marriage of the fucking guy who promised to keep your heart safe and ended up slipping his dick into a 19-year-old. Like, I'm still so thankful for that relationship because it taught me so fucking much. And even the relationship with the guy that broke your heart into a million pieces because you learned what it was like to be in love. And you learned what it was like to have your heart broken and you, you know, now what you're not going to settle for and what you're not going to lower yourself to and to watch for certain signs, every single relationship that you go through, whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, um, a mother, daughter, a parent, it's every relationship that we go through in our lives is going to teach us something. And if you take those lessons and you're able to be like, okay, these are the things that I learned this is why it happened, then it's all fucking worth it. So I urge you to look back on all of the relationships you have any resentment around and really be like, okay, what gains did I get from this? What lessons did I get from this? Why am I so much better now because of this? And also being thankful that the universe had your back and it worked out the way that it did. I mean, I cannot imagine what it would be like being with my ex husband still. I mean, holy shit, you guys. (laughs) If you saw the trajectory his life has taken after me, I mean, there's no realm of possibility where we would have ever worked. We are on two entirely different paths. I would never want to be a part of the lifestyle that he is in and i i mean it it wouldn't even make any sense and i'm so thankful that it happened the way that it did before we had freaking kids before you know we got into 10 years of my life instead of five like i i would never at the time of getting married be like oh there's no way that you know we won't mesh and i won't make sense in his life and he won't make sense in my life um, there is no fucking way that either of us would make sense in either of our lives anymore. Um, I I could not imagine what that would look like. And I am so freaking thankful that uh, the universe was like, yo, bitch, this is gonna hurt, but like just hold on because you don't want any fucking part of this. And so as we go through this hump day of a Wednesday. Just keep in mind that I promise you everything happens for a reason and whether or not you can see it right now, when you look back one day, you'll be like, ah, okay, that's exactly why that shit needed to happen. So without further ado, here is Miss Scout fucking Compton. Holy shit, you guys, I am so freaking excited. My girl, Scout Compton, is here. Um, You will know her from your TV screens in Rob Zombie's Halloween, where she played my mom's daughter, so she's technically my sister from another time, Um, Nashville, and The Runaways, like all the great fucking movies of our time. She's been working since she was like, able to walk and now she's here on fml talk with me hi my love hi babes
0: how are you i'm good (laughs) hi sister i know and we
3: actually just played sisters in another film that we went and shot so we're we're about fucking time dipping in we do look alike it's kind of ridiculous we We do we can't even go up for the same stuff because we look too much alike Summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon. One of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is Factor meals. No prep, no mess, no cleanup meals. I have really been off the wagon with my eating since having my son and for my health, my wellness, and my mental sanity, I have been switching my dinners to more healthy options from Factor. Um, so I'm so excited that you're here, yes. mostly because I know you have some crazy relationship stories uh, mm-hmm. that I'm so excited to talk about that you've never talked about before. But before we get into that, um, Scout was the person at my book launch party who like kind of introduced me after she read <laughs> my book. And you read it on the way to London, right?
0: I did. Well, I read it on the way to Germany. I oh, was, nice. Yeah, I was doing a convention in Germany. And it was so funny Like when you told me that you... Wrote this book. I'm not the biggest reader. Uh, Nor am I. <laughs> no, I'm like, not at all. So when I started reading it, I couldn't put it down. And strange enough, I, it's not, you know, the similar situation, but. I was supposed to go on. I was supposed to go to this convention in Germany, and then I was supposed to do like a week long trip and go to Amsterdam and Paris. But I was supposed to do it with a good friend of mine, mm. and he bailed on me. No, like three days prior. Oh, and God. so I had to make the decision to do this journey alone by myself, oh, or just yes. cancel all my shit. And you know, me, I, I'm. I don't really like to travel alone, or I never have traveled alone.
3: Other than, like, work. Yeah, exactly.
0: So then I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm really scared. And then when I read your book, I was like wait a minute. Like like, now I'm excited to to do it. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to survive. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be great people. I might have a love interest. I might fucking have sex with someone. I'm like, great. Really great job. I love it. Oh my God. That's
3: amazing. It was
0: nice. It was nice. It was was comforting me, but I, I read it the
3: entire flight and I finished the book. It was so good. I love that. What a great way to start your fucking solo journey, dude.
0: Seriously. Did it
3: make you want to travel alone in the future?
0: It, it did it, I mean honestly like I, I like that's a big fear and it's like a, a big thing that like you know like sets me back is like not not wanting to. Like, being, like, really shy and insecure and not wanting to do things, like, alone, you know? Which but is so weird because you're so not who every, I would think of every, as shy as insecure. <laughs> I know. Everybody says that. But I I think it's also helped me, like, when I'm, you know, I, I started this business when I was in, I was nine. Yeah. So, it's, like, you've had to grow up to put on this, like, sort of armor and persona. Yeah. And, like, I can make everybody else feel comfortable. But inside, maybe I'm, like, fucking shitting myself. You That's know what I'm wild. saying? wild. So, but especially with that. Like, that, yeah. you know, going to eat alone, going to, like, see a different... Like country, a place alone, like that was just
3: like it takes getting used to. It took me a while to (sighs) eat alone by myself and not be like, "What the fuck?"
0: (laughs) Yeah, like look around. But like I, I know like the first. But I met so many people. I met so like instantly as soon as I got to Paris. There was a guy that was driving me to my hotel, and he was like, "I'm meeting up with a couple of friends. Would you like to come?" So I I said yes, which usually I say no. You know what I'm saying? So it was, and a lot was it was because I read the book and yes, (laughs) I saw you saying yes and yes and not being fearful. And I was like, okay, you can do it too. You can do it too. You can do it. So yeah. did you
3: ever – because the one of the questions I get all the time is, didn't you feel unsafe traveling as a female alone? Did you ever have any experiences where you felt unsafe?
0: No, I didn't. I actually had no feelings like that whatsoever. Um, yeah, which is surprising. I think I it's I... a big
3: misconception. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I was flying – um, over to Europe, all I knew about hostels was, was that there was a movie and people get brutally murdered and, Yeah, and I was like, "What do you mean I'm gonna go stay in a hostel?" Yeah, no,
0: that that see that's true. Like I didn't, I stayed at Airbnbs. I feel like if I one day I'll venture. Out well, to yeah, a that's host- like the full yeah.
3: immersion experience. But that's
0: also like that's like another like insecurity thing. It's like if that's like everybody is there yeah. and it's so many people and you don't know anyone and you have to talk yeah but you <laughs> would fucking love it dude it's like adult I think summer I would. camp i like, think i would i yeah. think it would take me a bit to warm up but i think i would really like it yeah
3: it's, it's you got to do future. it at once in your life it's, yeah. it's meant to be um okay so i want to get into your biggest relationship fml story i'm so fucking excited to hear this you guys she Kind of told me what she was planning on sharing on this uh, episode before we started recording, and I was like,
0: "Oh my God, stop talking! I
3: can't wait to hear it all." Um, so I will, I will give uh, this stage to you.
0: You know, it's 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 so it was my first relationship that I ever had, so it's like you know that that um, learning curve and. Like we were 16, 17 and we were together for like six years and it was kind of like, you know, my career was going up and, you know, moving him to Los Angeles and his career was going up and I was helping him as much as I could and all this stuff. And, you know, he was a, a musician and, um, there was also... I was a fan of this other girl musician mm-hmm. and I put it out in the universe on my Twitter and all this stuff and I like would post her music all the time and then she tweeted once about my movie and she was like this girl's badass I need to meet her and so my fans were contacting her fans and we just oh, kind of meshed up and then we you know like meeting my hero like I, I, I adored her I loved her and so we became really fast friends. Are we gonna go into real names? Or are we gonna give them surnames? Because you know me, I, I do surnames. I mean, for... it's so crazy because like I mean, everybody... like it's still like a common thing on my Instagram. Like okay. I always get tagged, so people know exactly what I'm talking. Okay, so it's I'm up to you. About. I'll leave that to you. I, I maybe I just don't say their names. Okay, but they know what's what going on. But um, but yeah. So you know that it was like a best friend kind of girl power relationship, and and I'm like you. Like I'm I'm more like friends with guys than I am with girls so it takes me a lot a long time to like get like comfy with a girl and like that was like a relationship that happened pretty fast and you know two years down the line I was you know I dropped my my boyfriend off at his warp tour like kind of you know like three months bye I love you I'll see you soon and I could tell something was off and weird and she was also on the tour as well. Oh. And so like three days go by, you don't hear from your partner. You're like, what's going on? Well, especially in this industry. It's yeah. Like you're supposed to be texting morning, <laughs> exactly. noon, and night to check in. <laughs> exactly. FaceTime something. So and then I texted her and I was like, hey, can you just check on him? Because like, I don't know what's going on. And didn't hear back from her. And I was Ugh. like, what's going on? I was like, this is just so weird. And then I heard from like the other bandmate's girlfriend. She's like, I'm so Sorry. I was like, what are you talking about? She oh was like, my god. Oh, they're they're together. Like they're they're in the same bus. Like they're together. And I was like, I had gone through like my past stuff with him, so I wasn't surprised and you yeah. know, like that. Like nothing against him or anything, like our learning curve and was that. But I was a little bit shocked on her end. Yeah um and to not even tell you you had to find out from someone random who assumed you knew (laughs) yeah it was crazy and i i sent her all those messages and whatever i mean we've gotten past it there's been apologies and all that but it's it's been so interesting because i've kept my mouth shut throughout the years and my side of the story and you know his fan base is a lot of a lot younger Mm -hmm. so they're a lot more into like social media and instagram and all that stuff and like they like to talk and gossip and like Spew up things, yeah, and you know I've also seen them do interviews as well, and oh, they're and like, still together. Oh yeah, they're together <gasps> and married. Yeah, yeah, no. What? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry. So they got married. Oh, they're together. Oh, My like, God. Yeah. So it was. It oh, was. Wow. It was that was the big tough like stabbed to the chest kind of thing yeah and you know when they didn't realize like that was the wrong way to go about it, it sure. just kind of and then everybody in in the internet world was like oh well scout cheated blah, blah blah and it was just like they weren't actually really close so i never said anything about it right i just kind of like you know when everybody like a fan would come to my table at a convention or whatever be like oh you dated this person this person oh my god did you guys know each other it's like oh i wish them luck blah blah, blah. but you know, everybody always speculated that I cheated and mm. I did all this, but.
3: That's so annoying. Why do people assume that?
0: I don't know. I mean, because I stayed quiet. Maybe right. Because I didn't say anything. Right. Probably because I was fucking heartbroken. Yeah. That my, one of my really good girlfriends, yeah. who I trusted in my ex, fucking got together behind my back and now you know it was like it was yeah it was and it's crazy. always harder
3: when it's in the public eye too because then you're you're seeing press articles yes. about these I mean I remember when I came back from Europe and I decided that I was not going to talk to Javier anymore I was seeing his fucking face on billboards yeah. when I was driving down the goddamn street every day and I was no just no like
0: way. oh my god I'm never dating an actor ever again no, in my life no way no <laughs> way that, I'm never dating a musician ever again yeah I I've, I've followed suit two, to music, musicians mm. after that no no, I can't. No, no more, <laughs> Scout. No you're more. done. <laughs> I'm done. Actors, musicians, uh, done, 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 done. Wait. Okay. So, how old were
3: you when they ended up getting together?
0: Oh God. You know, my memory is like crazy, but I I feel like uh, like like twenty two, twenty three. Okay. Had to be yeah. So you know, thirty one. So you guys went, were together for a
3: long time. You,
0: like, our, that was our first relationship. That's that was wild, like learn like. Like moving, for, like he lives in Ohio, moving to LA, like like it was like a big yeah, like you know it's your big first love, yeah. And you think you're gonna marry each other and have kids and have babies and yep. like a happy ever after, but you know when when he got to LA, things you become different people, yeah. You know, especially if you're not used to Los Angeles, totally. Um, so I think you know I'm I'm very happy for them now. But it's just, like, it was It was a hard, it was a hard kicker.
3: Yeah. How and, long did that take you to kind of feel like you had gotten
0: past it? You know, I feel like I never really got past it. Like, right away, I kind of just, like, jumped into, like, another relationship to kind mm. of, like, mask the yep. feelings of it all. And then I kind of took all of that baggage into that relationship. Yeah. And that relationship, I was like, ooh, shit. I'm... I'm in the wrong here like this is bad I didn't you know take the time to heal and and do all that and I I feel like healing and like whether that's going on a fucking adventure and soul searching yourself I feel like it's like a really I can't say this enough it's a very important thing to do for yourself
3: yeah before
0: you can give yourself to someone yeah whether what age that is and I, I feel like if you are able to do it sooner than later Like, hi, I'm 31, I'm having, I am soul-searching now. This is my spiritual awakening. This is my spiritual awakening. (laughs) I would have loved to do it at 21, but it's okay, I'll take it. But but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That's wild, dude. It's so wild.
3: Okay, so have you talked to either of them since all this went down?
0: So, I have, he, I've talked to him through text message, um, Uh, like, once, and it was just kind of, like, it was an apology. Oh, from him? Yeah, from him. It was a really big, like, apology, and then... It also was an you know apology on my end of things that I did in the relationship as well. Right, and it was just kind of like a really nice like okay, this was a good closure. It sure. was like three or four years after, right. but still, it was like really really nice. Yeah, because there's no you closure know? in that when you no. get texted
3: from some random person oh, yeah, about no. like oh yeah they're together by the way.
0: Oh yeah, it's like what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Oh yeah, and they I mean it, and it's it's so it's so crazy how people. Feel like it's okay to just like ghost and just go mute, yeah, and then it'll well, just like after bury itself. Six years. Yeah, it'll bury itself and like
3: disappear. And <laughs> it's that's like, wild to me, and for like, especially because you guys were together for so long. I was with Daniel, my ex husband, for five years, yeah. and even though when we got divorced, it wasn't I wasn't in love with him anymore. I I wasn't heartbroken, thank God. But like that was my person for yeah. so long, and yeah. it's like, what do you mean you're just gonna not? have this fucking conversation and we're not yeah. going to talk through this like it becomes your best friend after mm-hmm. a while and
0: it's like that's there's no closure in that Dude, how I'm, do you just do that i'm a big person on communication you have got to communicate with each other whether it's good or bad yeah you know like the person that i'm i'm talking to now it's like you you need like he 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 said something to me the other day. He's like, you know, I found that strength. Like if I need to be an asshole and tell someone I'm not interested or like I can see that this person is growing feelings and I'm not, mm-hmm. you have to. Yeah. You have to be an adult and be able to say, like, I'm sorry, I don't see this going anywhere. I really like you as a person, but like we need to end this yeah. kind of thing. I mean, like, fuck, dude. We have one life, man. Yeah. One fucking life. And
3: that's such an important lesson for men and women to learn. Um, I think women tend to be slightly better at it because they don't even want to, like, deal and get uh, emotionally
0: invested. I mean, after that first, like, fuck my life moment of my first relationship... I, I was a little fucking... I was a little twat. Yeah. Like in my second relationship. <laughs> nice and like, word I choice. Me- <laughs> I, messed, I messed with a, a couple people's little hearts. Yeah. And it was really sad. And I think I, I learned it from my first relationship. Like, oh, well, fuck, that happened to me. So, like, why can't I... You know? Yeah. And it's not cool. No. You know? But, yeah, you, you, you learn these bad deeds, but you also grow as a person and you just, like... But
3: that makes me like the guy that you're talking to right now that he was able to say that and vocalize that. A lot of men, I think... And women, but men need to learn that lesson. Yeah. Like if you're not interested, just speak up and say so. You don't have to be a dick about it. I remember um, talking to Javier after I came back from Europe and he said to me, he's like, you're really the person that taught me that I need to just be blunt and honest with my feelings because it's not worth what happens in the long run to people. No, not at all. Um, And it's so true. Like it's just not fucking worth it. Yeah. To Are put you guys still friends? Um, it depends on the month and year of the <laughs> season. Um, we, look, I will always have a place for him in my heart. Um, yeah. He will always pick up the phone if I call, I, as will I. Um, but, you know, we're both trying to move on, go different ways yeah. in our life. Um, yeah. And it's hard to be friends with someone who has had such a giant impact on your life yeah you know i mean we came in and like fucked each other's shit up yeah and um you know it's i try and do everything i do now with this whole different career shift with the book that obviously centers largely around him um i try and take as much care with that as i can because he's a real person and like um Actually, when we shot... So Scout was in the commercial that you saw for Eat, Pray, FML. She was the lovely one jogging. Um, And I did
0: such a great job. Thank you. You did such a great (laughs) job
3: running. Um, So part of that giveaway was tag people that you would cast in the on-screen version. And I woke up one morning um, and saw someone had tagged him. But, like, didn't know that that was him. Like, she genuinely was like, oh, I'd cast this person as Javier. No way. And it, and it was him. Yeah. <gasps> and I deleted it, obviously, for, like, privacy reasons. But it was hysterical. Like, I was like, oh, that's that's very fucking spot on oh of you. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah it was wild. How nuts is that? Insane. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, so
3: what are the things that you took from that relationship that you feel were, like, your ongoing... Mm, well let's rephrase that what what wounds did that open up in you because I know you and I have some similar um, abandonment stuff from our childhood mm. and we take a lot of that throughout our lives until it's healed yeah. and we often attract people that are going to poke at those or yeah. open them back up to, so the universe is going like yo bitch you need to heal this shit yeah. Um. so what in that relationship where you found out that they were together behind your back um, what did that bring up for you that you needed to look at?
0: You know, um, yeah, it de- it definitely brought up um, the fact. Well, there was a lot of other red flags during the relationship, Ooh, and a okay. lot of
3: we'll go back to that. Yes,
0: there was a <laughs> lot, which which I I'm I'm definitely that type of person that forgives and forgets like it never happened and right. never like occurred and you're perfect and yes of course like I, I don't want to hurt about it anymore and yeah, it's okay <laughs> like of course I deserve that it's okay but like it it strike this whole this big thing of like being codependent mm. and like oh wow like you don't need like a relationship and you don't need toxic people and you don't need that you know to feel like you're loved or to feel like um like, you're wanted in the in the world kind of thing yeah I mean I, I do come from like a very strange home life so you know that's been like a, a big dynamic that I've faced in my entire life to like kind of like heal from and un- yeah and understand that and I didn't know that I was like latching on my relationships mm-hmm. I mean you know this is this is like the first time I've been single this is only three years yeah so first time like three years single since yeah. I was you know knew what a relationship was at 16. That's not very long yeah. to be by yourself. No. You know? And so it took me a while to realize, oh, why am I, like, latching, latching, latching? Why am I getting into relationships so, yeah, so easy? And, like, nurturing. I'm such a mom. Like, I'll do for You're them such and a nurture and, and, like, be like, what can I give you? What can I do for you? Like, and then I'll just forget about myself. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be in the backseat, like, oh, fuck. Like, wait, I, wait I, like, I would like to drive the car now, too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah, so it's like, a, it's a learning curve with, like, that relationship with every, you know, relationship I, I have had. But that's definitely probably the big one. Right. It's like, you know, focus on yourself and... Don't and, be codependent. Yeah, no, don't be codependent and learn how to, like, have a, you know, it's, it's healthy. It's healthy not to, like, need someone.
3: It's so healthy and it's so yeah. empowering when you finally are able to do that to and you realize m- that.
0: To admit that? Yeah. Oh, my God, I remember, like, like, I think I was, like, 26 or 27, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I... I think i thought my whole entire life that I needed somebody totally I don't okay cool let's like need Scout now and let's love her yeah. and figure her out it's mm-hmm.
3: wild when I met my current guy who Scout knows very well
0: uh, Tay. which I
3: love <laughs> Every- Tay Tay I love you everybody loves Tay um <laughs> when I met him I was like no 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 I want to be by myself like I yep. don't want anyone and you know it's so annoying that the perfect person always comes right when you're like no fuck you I don't want anything right now yeah. um and it was really hard. Like, we had a long road of, like, up and downs because I was so wanting to, like, go travel the world by myself and, like, go live abroad for a year and just be by myself and do yeah. me. Um, and it was, like, not working not because working. he was yeah. like, oh,
0: shit, but this guy. How <laughs> magical is that? It, it, is. it is. That's so magical that it worked like that. You yeah. Know? It I was mean-
3: really, like, universal timing and, and a testament to his resilience of yeah. what he's put up with from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're a fun one, so yeah. I can see. I can totally see. I mean, also him too, you know. But I, I think like that's like that, that's interesting that you said that because I feel like I'm that way right now. Yeah, where I'm like I'm. I, I the only reason that, a way that I can say is like. I'm like a man. I'm yeah. like I don't <laughs> want a relationship. Oh, like ugh, don't get too attached. Like go right. away, go away, go away. Tone it down a notch. <laughs> yeah, like okay, cool, romantic stuff. Blah, blah, blah. When usually I'm like the lovey dovey Pisces, where I'm like oh, no, you know yeah. I love you, I love you. Love you. <laughs> now that I've like you know done this like three years of myself, I'm like nah,
3: yeah. Well, we'll it, takes a, it takes a while to get your feet wet again. Yeah,
0: it's weird. I'm rusty.
3: I'm yeah. very rusty. Well, that's okay. It's like, you know. And now you have to just mesh the two together. Yeah, you exactly. Know, and it'll be a good balance. Okay, so what were the red flags that you saw?
0: What was the red flags? Um, lying is a big one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, but you have to remember but you guys got together
3: when you were 16. Like, yeah. that's when people are being shitty versions of themselves yeah, and they're no. like, trying to figure out what the fuck life's about. Big,
0: big lies. There's also... Um, there is, and also in, in my other relationships as well, like cheating, mm. you know, but I would always- On your like, end or his? On, on his end. Okay. <laughs> I did cheat in a relationship, not in the first one, but I did cheat in a relationship, which I was like, and the next day I was like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you, you know, you live and you learn, but yeah, that, that one was like, I was very, I don't know. For, like I said, like I've said previously, I was very like, oh, it's okay. You did that. It's fine. It's mm. we I'll make it work. We'll make it work. But it was like, it was like, it was multiple times throughout the six years. (laughs) I was like, okay, Scout, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever. How many (laughs) striking robots do you want in your life? (laughs) So obviously, the relationship was going. (laughs) It's hard, though,
3: when your first love comes around, it's like, you know, you want everything to be perfect. Yeah. and
0: And that's why I said, you know, when that did happen. I wasn't surprised on his end. Right. I was more surprised on the end. So have you
3: talked to her? <laughs> no. Since ever? No. Wow. We, we
0: we ran into each other at a yoga studio, and I think we were the only ones in the room. And I didn't I didn't see her. I was I was putting stuff in the locker, and I heard her just say like, "Nice pants." And Did you know, she know it was you, you or you know, she was you, being funny? You like. You like know that voice, yeah. you know. Like, I mean, did you we were, get the surge throughout your oh, entire no. body? <laughs> oh yeah, I felt it. I felt it, and mm. I turned around and I was like, I looked at her, and she looked at me, and she didn't like nothing, like nothing, nothing showed on her face, and so I was like, where is she going with this? Right, like, and do then, you know it's me, yeah. or did you make a mistake and like think and my pants she was were like, cute? Where, where did you get them? And I was like, I looked at her, and I was like, no, no, no. I was like. We're not doing this. Oh, well, shut up. Bleep is what I said. Her name. I was like, no, no, no. We're not doing this. Bleep. I was like, I'm not going to sit there and you act like you don't know who I am. I was like, girl, I can't. I can't do that. I was like. Wait, and what did she say? Oh, and I walked out. I was oh, like, I'm going to yoga. I was like, i will got time for this. But oh, I never saw her God. in that studio ever again. So, I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> That's wild. I felt really proud of myself. Yeah. yeah I was like. Because normally me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're from Target. They're from Target. Yeah, great. This is really uncomfortable, but I'm okay with yeah. like, you stomping all over me right now. Yeah. I was like, no, we're not doing this. That's I was like, great. I'm out. I know. Like, and it would have been this. different if she would have been like, hey, Scout, like, yeah. and like said
3: something. Yeah, but maybe just, she didn't
0: know who I was when right. she said in my pants, but when I turned around, you're like, you, you know. know who the fuck yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you, we know who each other. I knew from her voice. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you oh know. Oh, my God, that's so, so wild, That was dude. the only time I ever encountered
3: Wow! Yeah. And how long were you guys friends before they got together? The girl.
0: Oh God, we could probably go back on our, my Twitter. It's so crazy. We could probably go back <laughs> You're like, to like it's all we started
3: stamped tweeting in time. and
0: being like, "Come visit me! Come this, this, this!" I think for like 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 three years. Like okay, so it was whole... like a solid friendship. Yeah, it wasn't it was like good. oh, we just saw each other every now and then. Not oh, that no. that makes it okay it was, either. But it was good. I mean, she was like a traveling musician, but like we like yeah, she was a, a strong girlfriend and wow, you know. So do you have any... And I thought they didn't like each other. Like, they they right. They did. They always, like, complained about each other behind, ah. you know? Oh, like, that's oh, funny. oh, I don't like her. I don't like him. Oh, She's bad for you. He's just bad. I'm like, okay, fuck. Oh, wow. Oh, you guys want to be together. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's what's just, going on. Can you guys just tell me this? Can you guys just communicate with me? Wow, that, like, dude.
3: Can okay. you stop
0: screwing me? Can you stop fucking bashing other boys I'm just like ah wait
3: so okay now looking at it do you when you talk about it do you have any like anger inside of you or is it just for me like when I talk about Daniel and shit I'm like he's a character in my story like I'm so removed from it it's weird
0: no I don't I don't like I mean that was a huge part of my life you know like and I, like, will forever have love for both of them. Yeah. Like, like, you don't understand. Like, like me and the guy, we went through a lot. And, yeah, it's like, a long period of your like, life at, like, formidable he's still years. still kind of in my life with, like, certain things and stuff. And, like, I will always have love for him. And, and same with her. Like, she was, like, my first real solid girlfriend, you wow. know? Like I will always have love for her and I'm 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 very happy for them that they found love yeah. with each other. You I guess know? that makes it a
3: little a little less bad that like they are in love and got married and yeah. like they're still together. At and least it wasn't like just super like super a...
0: cute like musician babies and like oh, okay. like yeah. it's like, okay, like for sure. You're like,
3: I get it, but you could have just fucking said something. First yes, exactly,
0: someone. exactly. Like I couldn't imagine. I always like I thought of like that like, you know, like four years ago. I was like, ooh. I was like could I imagine myself even with him right now right no fucking way right oh my god we're two completely different people yeah like they're they're a match made in heaven you know they're they're that's their world yeah I'm a fucking rancher like in <laughs> like dork that likes to go and be in nature and yeah he's like a music rock musician right that world just does not interest me anymore yeah. Never really did, to be honest. I kind of was like, "Ooh, boy, I'm yeah, to
3: support you." Okay, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah.
0: wild, dude. Yeah, it
3: Do you crazy. feel like a light, a weight has been lifted off your chest now that you've finally publicly yeah, spoken on it?
0: Yeah, because I just, I just hate like reading all this stuff, and I hate like you know sometimes you know like like stuff hurts when you read it online. Yeah, like, dude. Like we all have feelings. We're you know people we're, forget we're, that when they're behind yeah. the safety
3: of their fucking keyboard. Even when it
0: comes from like a little thirteen year old, and they're like, "Oh, Scott's a bitch. She's a cheater." I'm like, oh my god I'm like Girl Like not at all You don't even know far The story from, <laughs> Far from it Yeah Trust me child Far from it And you have a young Fan base too So yeah. that's like shitty Yeah it is To hear that From pretty, young girls Because you're shitty. such A
3: good fucking role model Yeah it's
0: pretty shitty And it's also I mean it just It's just shocking Like how How many people think That they should get involved With relationships yeah. And stuff like that Especially and when you're things. In the limelight Yes And assume it's things It's wild How many people Assume things Yeah It's, it's crazy Yeah
3: Um Wow, girl. Wow. I, I love it. I love it. Um, and just a heads up, yeah. all of my readers slash now listeners um, are very big social media stalkers. Oh, great. <laughs> a lot of them go fucking deep um, to find certain things from the book at least. Um, so if you guys are going to stalk and find out who these people are, don't don't tag.
0: just, yeah, don't just tag. read about
3: it and like get the tea and move on.
0: Yeah, see there you go. Don't tag because they all have feelings. Yeah, <laughs>
3: um, but tell everybody where they can find you on social media to go stalk you. Okay,
0: yes. (laughs) Um, My Instagram is under the sea Scout and my Twitter is scouty, and I am locked out of my um, TikTok right now, so that doesn't matter. But you'll see her on mine. (laughs) Yes, I'll see see her on Gabrielle's. Um, Thank you so much for being here and for
3: spilling all this juicy tea and being your bubbly little self. I love you.
0: Yes, I love you
1: too.
3: I want to thank my love Scout for coming on. I absolutely adore her and i know how much guts it takes to come on and rehash stuff that was once so public and so hurtful so i absolutely love you girl please go check her out um on social media she is such a light in this world all right it is about that time of the show we are going to get into your fml stories here we go
2: hey gabrielle oh man do i have plenty of fml stories I actually wrote 20 of them in a book called A Series of Unfortunate Attempts, because that's truly the only way to describe my dating life. I actually want to share with you my very first FML story. When I was in high school over a decade ago, I was dating a boy, typical 16-year-old dirty blonde football player. We were madly in love the way teenagers are, or so I thought. About eight months into our relationship, I found out he was cheating on me, so I broke up with him. He spent the next month convincing me it wasn't true and begged me to take him back. I did, because again, I was a teenager, and we dated for another year or so until I broke up with him again for being shady. Well, shortly after we broke up, he started dating the girl he cheated on me with. Once we graduated high school, she stayed in our hometown, and this boy and I both went to college out of state, in the same state. In fact, we were 40 minutes away from each other. During my freshman year, he texted me and asked me to come visit him saying he missed me and it wasn't working out with the other girl, blah, blah, blah. Well, I stupidly did. Listening to all the lies he fed me about how they weren't working out and he was miserable, we started visiting each other, hooking up once he convinced me he was breaking up with her, and he even invited me on a trip with his aunt and his cousins. After about two months of this, I find out from social media that not only did he not break up with her like he said he was going to, but they got engaged. Well, I told him to fuck off, never call me again. It's been over 12 years since this happened, and I'm still learning of more girls he cheated on me with when we were together in high school. I'll be talking to somebody random from my high school years, and they will innocently enough tell me about yet another girl, thinking I must already know. I don't even care at this point. He's just a boy from my past because nothing heals like time. Oh, and P.S. The girl he was engaged to dumped him shortly after I told him to get lost. So I guess we both dodged a bullet there.
3: Yes, Natasha. Okay, so Natasha wrote the book, as she mentioned, a series of unfortunate attempts. You might have seen it on my Instagram story. I posted it a couple weeks back, and it is an... Awesome collection of FML dating stories that is very similar in the tone that I write. So I totally dig it. And you guys should go check it out. It is on Amazon. Um, what the fuck is up with guys? Well, I shouldn't say guys, I guess people in general, trying to maintain a side piece when they are in a full-blown fucking committed relationship. It's like you're on the path, you're with the person that you're apparently gonna propose to, and then you feel the need to call your ex-girlfriend from high school. And not only convince her to start seeing you and, like, dating you again, but then you bring her around your family and shit. Like, they say don't shit where you eat, but, like, bro, I will never understand why people think it's A, a good idea, or B, that they're never going to get fucking caught. Like, learn your lesson from all of the idiots that have come before you. (laughs) Just wild to me, but I think you handled it like a fucking boss, and I am so glad he has just become another collection of your FML stories.
1: Hello, Gabrielle. Thank you for having me. My name is Carly, and this is my FML story. So I was in a relationship for about five and a half years with my college sweetheart, and we moved to LA. I'm an actress and a singer and impressionist, and he was in the tech industry. And so really... I never really felt supported by him because I don't think with his tech brain, he really understood my creativity or why I did what I was doing for a living. Um, And one day I just kind of got fed up with being told that I wouldn't be good at stuff or that, you know, what I did was not really his sense of humor. And it just really made me feel shitty and made me feel like I wasn't worthy and I knew my worth. So I knew that enough to walk away from the situation And uh, about three months after I left him, I actually booked a series regular on a major network television show, which really taught me once you cut out toxic energy, amazing things can (laughs) flourish and happen and blossom immediately after. And the kicker is that he wanted to come support me at a live taping for the show. And I said, all right, I have an extra ticket. If you really want to come, then fine. He showed up, my friend was with him, and he said, oh my God, I can't believe she actually did it. I can't believe she actually is on a sketch show. She always said she was gonna do it, but he never really truly believed it. So then, of course, he asked for me back, and guess what I said? No thanks, and that's my FML story. Oh my God, girl, that
3: story is fucking epic. Hell yes to that. I am so glad. That you turn that shit around and chose yourself and knew what you wanted and what you were capable of. The best type of revenge is success and just utter happiness. I will never forget sitting in therapy with my ex-husband and him telling our therapist, well, she's never actually gonna make it. So what does it matter? You know, like why are we dealing with all this drama of me being uncomfortable with her on set? She's never actually gonna get anywhere. And I remember being like, fuck, dude, I can't imagine being with someone that I didn't support and believe in. Like, why are you even with me? It was this like weird moment. And I totally applaud you for being like, no, dude, I know my worth. I know what my talent is and where I'm about to be. And uh, for just choosing yourself and kicking ass, girl, kudos okay all of my listeners if you want to submit an fml story for the show we want to hear it but some of you guys are submitting through the website and just writing out your stories that's not how you need to do it so i'm going to give you the quick instruction rundown on how you can submit an fml story to be selected for the show you want to find a quiet space to record a small room or even a closet works Record yourself telling your FML story like you're talking to me. You can even start with like a, hey, Gabrielle, my name is, or you can be anonymous, whatever. Tell the story like you would be telling it to one of your girlfriends or someone that hasn't heard it yet. You've heard examples that we used in the show. You know, put personality in your voice. When you're finished, save the recording and then email it to us. If you don't have a microphone or a recording device, the voice memo recorder on your phone works just fine. When you're done, email it to chiquitamiamiproductions at gmail.com because we would love to feature more of your crazy FML stories. We are officially bringing on the second person, character, from the book. You all know her as Mallory, who I met in Barcelona, one of our favorite places that we traveled to. But I know her and... You will soon know her as Melanie. We're gonna talk all things Barcelona, how insane it was for her to meet some random girl on the side of the street and end up in a fucking book. We're going to reminisce on all of the memories that we made, and of course, we will be talking about all the guys, which means Chris. This girl has literally traveled all over the world, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode. I had so much fun catching up with her. As always, make sure you are subscribed so you never miss an episode. Keep up with us on Instagram at fmltalkpodcast for all the -the behind-the-scenes goodies. If you have not gotten some of your new merch yet, what the hell are you waiting for? You can get that and signed copies of the book at eatprayfml.com. And until next week, guys, have a few self-love cocktails on me. Cheers.
1: Welcome to As a Woman, Fertility Hormones
0: and Beyond, I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Crawford, and I am a fertility physician and co-founder of Fora Fertility in Austin, Texas. We will talk about a wide range of topics, including the menstrual cycle, your hormones, infertility, IVF, mental health, and well, beyond. So join us and become part of the community of collaboration that amplifies others as a woman.
3: This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.